Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. This is Jamie Rosenberg, Assistant Editor for the American Journal of Managed Care. And during this week's podcast, we speak with the lead author of a study published in this month's issue of AJMC. Under the oncology care model, practices have tried to identify which service categories have the greatest potential to reduce costs within a treatment episode. With this in mind, researchers estimated standardized episode-level spending for a standard patient across subcategories of care for each hospital referral region. To explore the findings and their implications, we spoke with Dr. James Baumgartner, Senior Research Economist at Precision Health Economics and the lead author of the study. To begin, can you summarize your research question and the major findings? Sure. So first, let me start with some background on the oncology care model. Uh, The oncology care model, and I'll call it the OCM, is a demonstration project begun by CMS through the Innovation Center. It was begun in July 2016, and there are over 175 participating oncology practices. And the OCM, what it is, it's a new payment model with the goal of enhancing quality of oncology care while reducing the cost of that care. And under the OCM, a participating Medicare practice, uh, it receives the regular fee-for-service payments for care that it provides. But the accountable oncology practice also has the possibility of receiving a performance-based payment if the practice is able to hold spending per episode below a target, um, and then also various quality measures play into to what the amount of that performance-based payment would be. Um, so, so what was our idea? So we were, we, our thought was, well, given there's this incentive to keep episode spending down, our idea was to use some of the tools and the underlying ideas behind the geographic variations literature most associated with with Dartmouth, to find those subcategories of spending that would merit the closest scrutiny for potential savings for practices participating in the OCM. A general finding in that geographic variations literature is that there are differences in practice styles in different parts of the country, whereby apparently similar patients receive different amounts of care or more expensive care depending on the practice styles in their particular part of the country. And the ideas emerged that low spending areas could be a model for high spending areas. That is, if you got the practitioners in the high spending areas to behave more like their low spending area counterparts, well, then you could reduce the cost of medical care nationwide. Now, in the OCM, the practices are evaluated based on spending per episode even spending that happens outside of that practice, uh, where an episode is defined as the six months of care following the initiation of outpatient chemotherapy. And also CMS has defined chemotherapy very broadly, so we followed that definition. Uh, It may be more accurate to say anti-neoplastic drug therapy as many monoclonal antibodies and inhibitors, those count in terms of triggering the six-month episode within the OCM. Um, And then you can have successive six-month episodes if 
additional chemo is given after the first six-month episode has ended. So our idea uh, was to look at the geographic variation in spending per OCM-defined episode and to calculate which spending subcategories contributed most or least to that variation in overall episode spending. Then the argument is that the subcategories that contribute most to the geographic variation in total spending would be the best candidates for scrutiny by practices that were attempting to limit spending within the OCM incentive framework. Because basically, the data would be telling us these are the subcategories of care that account most for apparent differences in practice styles when we focus on episodes of care as defined in the OCM. So all that gets calculated within an analysis that controlled for observable differences across patients and also controlled for differences in Medicare payment rates across the country so that we really were looking at normalized spending for a standardized patient. So when we talk about higher spending regions, they are not higher spending because payment rates are higher there or because the patients were higher stage or older or disabled or had more, more comorbidities or other differences that we could observe and control for. We corrected for all those things. Our higher spending regions are either utilizing more health care and or using services that are higher cost on average for a standardized patient. We did the same analysis for five different cancer types. We looked at non-small cell lung cancer, advanced breast cancer, renal cell carcinoma, multiple myeloma, and chronic myeloid leukemia. We used spending and utilization data from the SEER Medicare database, and our spending analysis looked at the years 2007 through 2013. Well, not surprisingly, we did find variation in the standardized spending per OCM-defined episode across regions. And depending on the cancer type, it ranged from a 25% difference to a 47% difference when comparing the 20th to the 80th percentile in the distribution across geographic regions. Then we asked about the contribution of various subcategories of care to that interregional variation. In other words, why were high total spending areas high and low ones low? So what did we find there? Well, we found that for four of the five cancer types, chemotherapy broadly defined was the largest contributor to variation, and it was the second largest for the other cancer type. That was followed in importance by acute hospital and inpatient physician spending for lung cancer and multiple myeloma, uh, although hospital and inpatient spending were far less important for renal cell carcinoma and chronic myeloid leukemia. Um, the full results are in the paper, but another interesting finding was that imaging, non-chemotherapy Part B drugs, physician evaluation and management services, and diagnostics were negligible contributors to the interregional variation in total spending. Um, and and I th there's one caveat, a very important caveat or limitation to the study, and that is a key question is whether outcomes are better in the higher spending areas, which could then justify the higher spending. We did not assess that question in this paper. So in practice, our results are best viewed as an initial screen. These are the areas you may want to scrutinize if your practice is trying to find savings within OCM-defined episodes. 
But if you concluded that outcomes would be compromised, then you may not want to follow through. Our analysis is only the initial screen. And so was it surprising to you that chemotherapy and inpatient care were the biggest contributors to this cost variation? And how could the definition of an episode be an important factor? Well, in terms of, of uh, the results being surprising, I guess in, in 2020 hindsight, no. But in, in terms of chemo or anti-neoplastic drug therapy being so important, at first blush, that was surprising given earlier research by a team led by Gabriel Brooks, where they had found acute hospital and inpatient to be more important than chemotherapy. But there were a couple key differences between our studies. Uh, the definition of an episode is really important. We followed the OCM definition as the six months following initiation of anti-neoplastic drug therapy, while the older study defined an episode as the six months following advanced cancer diagnosis. Uh, I think an important insight from all this is that the definition of an episode for which practices are held accountable for spending, that definition of episode is really important. The OCM uses a very chemocentric definition of an episode, and that sets up a situation where chemo spending becomes very important in total spending, and as we found, Variation in chemo spending is the most important component of geographic variation in OCM-defined episode spending for most of the cancer types that we looked at. That inpatient spending was important for lung cancer was not surprising, as that is consistent with what, uh, with what the Brooks group found. Uh, we also found hospital and inpatient to be important for multiple myeloma, which was not a cancer studied by Brooks. Uh, and interestingly, inpatient spending was not uniformly a contributor to the interregional variation across the different cancer types. So how can understanding of the sources of variation help practices that stay in the OCM and take on two-sided risk? Well, our findings, I think, are just as important and even more relevant to practices that take on two-sided risk, whereby the practices would owe payments back to CMS if their spending per episode exceeded certain targets. Uh, clearly, uh, they're, they're, the practices are going to want to curb spending to keep them from violating the corridor, and our results are a guide for the areas they may want to review. I, again, with my earlier caveat about being careful not to compromise outcomes. And so, what are your thoughts on the newly announced oncology bundled payment model for radiation? considering that radiation was a negligible driver of cost variation in your study? Well, I'm aware that the new payment model has been announced, but I have not studied any details of how that model would work. And certainly the details are, are very important. Uh, yes, we found that spending on radiation therapy was a negligible contributor to the episode spending variation for three of the five cancer types, although it did have some bearing for renal cell carcinoma, and, and chronic myeloid leukemia. Now, in terms of, of the new payment model, you know, I think there are a couple general lessons that we learned from our study. Uh, first of all, the definition of the episode or the bundle is very important. Uh, for example, if you define the episode or bundle around the use of radiation therapy rather than the use of chemotherapy, you may get very different results. Uh, and I think the second 
uh, key lesson is that you may want to handle different cancer types and maybe even different stages. You may want to handle those differently. And given these findings, what are some further areas of study that might be valuable to analyze? Well, as data becomes, uh, as data starts to become available from the participating OCM practices, it will become important to study differences in resource use and outcomes between participating and non-participating practices. But it will be important to, to recognize that participation in the OCM has been voluntary and to use a study design that tries to account for that. Also, if suitable data were available from MA plans, it would be interesting to contrast their resource use and outcomes with what's observed in the OCM participating practices, which is, in the OCM, you know, it's sort of a case of imposing managed care incentives on an underlying Medicare fee-for-service system. Great. Well, thank you so much for speaking to me today. Thank you. To read all these study findings and other studies published in this month's issue of AJMC, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, you can email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.